You're now listening to the number one podcast on planet Earth. Winners win. Winners win. Mm -hmm. Straight up, they don't cover, which is unfortunate, but they win. Oh, she will. Mm -hmm. And she'll see me a winner. This is LSU versus our arch nemesis, our rival, the Gumps from Tuscaloosa. I'm Robert. I got Jay here. How you doing, Jay? Good, man. Good. Good to be. Good to have you back, Jay. You've been off a while, brother. Where you been? <laughs> working. Yeah, uh, working, yeah, working for a living, right? We don't. You winners yeah, win don't they, pay they, enough to just do this. Yeah, they uh. And now I'm taking off all football season, so they schedule me as much as they can before football season. Well, you've made it through the fire, brother, because it's football season, and I'm fucking fired it's almost up. Almost time. It's almost time. Jay, real quick before we get into this episode, are you going to watch Week Zero games, or you don't get, or you don't get all the way until next week? Oh no, I got, I got to watch some Week Zero games. I'm not fired up about it, but I know it's, it's football, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, excited, but uh, kind of. I don't know what you call it. Uh, halfway excited to watch Notre Dame and, and Navy Navy play at one thirty. Hawaii, you got Hawaii and Vanderbilt at night. You got US, <laughs> wait, USC. Wait, wait. Let's, let, let's go back to that one. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wow. So I'm not fired up to see Hawaii and Vanderbilt, but I am anxious to see where they're playing at. They are. I think they're going to play at their home stadium. They're going to play at the home stadium. There are. Last last we heard, they was playing at a like a two way high school. That's uh two miles down the road, and if you Google it, Google Maps or whatever, you can ask Rob because I sent it to him. It's about the size of Vinton or Kinder High School. Yeah, field, that was happening, and I think they they Vanderbilt come out and said that we were going to donate a portion of our CR tickets to Hawaii for like the tragedy that's going on in Hawaii right now, those fires. And I was thinking, what are you going to give them? Thirty five dollars from the fucking high school? <laughs> that stadium might sit maybe a thousand people, maybe. So they end up cutting off the cutting off the ends of the stadium and got it all temporary fence, and they're going to end up playing in their stadium. But it was already small, so it's really going to be small now. But yeah. I'm like you, man. I, I'm not super was, fired up, but was, I'm ready. It was forty thousand before this uh, rendition. Reconstruction, whatever. Yeah, and now it's supposed to be twenty eight thousand. Well, that's so a lot more money not, than that high school. I know, but I'm saying it's a, the smallest stadium next to that one is what probably be Davis Wade or, or probably a, probably six, probably 60, old, old Miss sixty thousand. Yeah. Yep. yeah, sixty thousand. Yeah, and that's uh three times smaller than that. So get, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> bad. Yeah, fucking Vanderbilt. They're a disgrace. If they didn't have baseball, we might as well just kick them out. Yeah, they're decent at basketball every once in a while, but not not enough to make a difference. Yeah, they just along for the ride, brother. The yep. uh, all right, let's get into the episode, Jay. Let's talk about uh, your favorite team from Titletown, Tuscaloosa, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Last season recap, Jay. How did the Alabama Crimson Tide do last year? Yeah, so I was going to say that we play Alabama week ten at Alabama Saturday, November fourth. The series right now is 55-27-5 Alabama League. Oof. Since, since 2003, LSU is 9-12 against Alabama. Yikes. This don't sound bad. But Alabama's won 10 out of the last 12. Mm. And 
and ESPN gives Alabama a 73% chance to win this year. And ESPN, their their little ESPN predictor that, that's on the ESPN app, they love us, by the way. Like, you know, see I've some – they love us. They got us e- beating Florida State easy. They got, you know, uh, us handling up on everybody except Alabama. I'm almost positive. So, whatever scale they use right there, that it loves us this year. Yeah, I know. All right. How did Alabama so, do 2022? They only lost one – they only lost two games. They lost a, at Tennessee, number six Tennessee. They, they lost by three points, and they lost a, at LSU by one point. In overtime, when Kelly dropped the nuts on him, baby. When Kelly put his nuts in a wheelbarrow and said, "We're winning the game right here." Jay yep. and uh, well, let, true or false? Did I leave you and go rush onto the field? Oh yeah, you left me about about uh, like ten minutes left on the game clock. It wasn't. It wasn't, bro. It was like three <laughs> minutes. But you said you kept saying it's too early. It's too early. Way too early. The one time I put my faith in the Tigers and they didn't yeah, break my I, heart. What, what have I always said if LSU beats Alabama? What I always said. What'd you say? So when LSU beats Alabama, because they were 0 for 5 in the five Alabama games, and they never won one. I said, if, whenever they beat them, I said, if I, even if I'm by myself, I'm rushing that damn field. Yep. Well, I wasn't by myself. There was about 50,000 people with me. It sure was, brother. That was a, that was a great night. It's one I'll always remember. But Jay, if, if I go back and think through this their season recap last year, you know, obviously yeah. they beat Utah State the first game, but that Texas Longhorns game, what do you remember about that week two? Man, I, I remember that uh, Quinn Ewers, he kind of come out come out of the gate on fire. Yeah. Uh, played better that one half than he played the whole rest of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, he got hurt, and then Alabama kind of really took over the game. Texas tried to make a run, come back, but they just, you know, Alabama got too many horses. And I remember there being a bullshit call on, like, Bryce yeah, Young. Bull, it was supposed, yeah, it was supposed to be, like, a safety in the end zone, but. They called him. I don't know what happened. It was wild. It was a little wild play, and they kept saying, if they would happen, we would have won. They were like, yeah, well, it didn't, man. And it seems like there was a, like a little trending thing last year of if they don't have Bryce Young, because the plays he made for them to win that game and the plays that – Yeah, cause, because, well, I mean, they, he wasn't – they beat Texas by one, all right? Yep. They uh, they beat Van, they beat A&M by four, but Bryce Young didn't play that game. Yep. Uh, they lost to Tennessee in a shootout. They, they, uh, you know, they scored forty nine points and lost by three. I mean, that usually doesn't happen. That's right. You score forty nine, most of the time you're going to win. That's right. They only beat Ole Miss by a touchdown. That was a back and forth game. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, those are only really close games of the year, and they they blew out Auburn and they blew out uh, Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. But just saying that so. uh, that they lost two games and played two or three more close, like that's not – Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, normal, that's a long normal. fall from grace. It's they not played, they, they played Vanderbilt pretty close too, 55-3. to three, They played them pretty close. Yeah, it was a good one, you know, all the way up to the end. <laughs> yeah. So, I think it was tied. It was tied with uh, two minutes into the game. Yeah, it was still tied. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Bryce Young probably scored a touchdown <laughs> on the first drive. But – so, uh, last year recap, the Tide is a uh, – I think a lot of people are, are, are doubting the Tide this year. I mean, that's uh, – it's kind of wild mm-hmm. to hear, man. Wild that, you know, Nick Saban doesn't seem confident. I listened to his press conferences. They asked him uh, like two days ago, how do you feel about, you know, your quarterback situation? He said, well, today we had all of the quarterbacks do an interception and all of the quarterbacks got sacked and all of the quarterbacks made a few completions and 
all of the quarterbacks aren't ready to play. Like it just, it just maybe he's playing it up out there, but it don't feel like Alabama, Jay. <laughs> yeah. You were, you know, it sound like to me you scared of Alabama this year. Man, I'm not scared of them. I just, just don't count them out that easy. No, when everybody doubts them, you know, oh, oh, Nick Satan gonna, they probably gonna go undefeated this year. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, they got that that new that that new uh, quarterback they got. Ty, uh, what's his name? Buckner. Ty, Ty Buckner. Tyler Buckner. Yeah, he sucks. I don't. He, they're not going undefeated. I'm he, sorry. He's going to be like a croaker. I think he's not going to be great, but he's going to be good enough to to keep them in ball games. And they're going to pound the rock this year. Something they ain't did in a while. And their offensive line is is massive. Um, I just I don't know, man. I think I we just got thinking. Bama relapse, bro. I think we just used to Alabama being good, and we don't. And them losing two games in a row, a couple of years in a row, has just never really happened, you know. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I guess I, I just can't even name a wide receiver on their team. They went and got Buckner because the the they looked so terrible in the spring game. But Notre Dame went and got yeah. the the Purdue quarterback because they didn't like Tyler Buckner. So, uh, man, I don't know. I think you just, uh, well, I think they're well, going to take a little step back this year. I hope so. I hope I'm. You know, I always said, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But whenever it seems like whenever Nick Saban's supposed to be terrible and his back's against the ropes, it's like they come out on fire, man. It's crazy. Yeah. You just, I've never really seen his back against the ropes, I guess. But You yeah. know what I mean? They lose two They lose two games. Everybody says, oh, their, their dynasty's over with. You know, it's like, okay, hopefully it is. And then next year they're going undefeated. And then <laughs> it's like crazy, man. Our buddy SEC Mike said he lost his fastball. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he hope he did. Man, I hope he did. Hope, yeah. he, hope he's right. He already bought the oh, beach dang, house, Jay. I, was, I know. I know. Hopefully he's right, man. Alabama Boy, fans are make... saying that's for recruiting. Uh, yeah, probably so. Probably you know, he probably gives them the NIL deals to uh, go over there, DJ Khaled parties. Uh, <laughs> he might give them the old Hugh Freeze treatment and line them up over there, <laughs> you know? Hey, man. Whatever yeah, works. Well, Nick Saban's got his own little Epstein Island over there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Jay, you want to go over the coaches? Yeah. So, so Nick Saban. Okay. He is 194 and 27 at Alabama. Jesus. He's 113 with 18 losses in SEC play. So, he is 16 and 0 against Arkansas. 15-1 against Tennessee, 14-2 against Ole Miss, 8-1 against Florida, 9-2 against A&M, 7-2 against Georgia, 5-0 against Kentucky, Missouri, Vanderbilt. He's 3-1 one, one against South Carolina. He's 12-5 and 11-5 and and against LSU and Auburn. Wow, so LSU and Auburn are both beating five times. Both leading five times. So let's name the let's um, name the LSU five. Uh, it's it's got to be twenty twenty three, twenty nineteen, twenty eleven, two thousand seven, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Seven nine ten eleven nineteen. No, uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ten eleven. So yeah. it's seven ten eleven nineteen twenty twenty two. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a, a pretty good fucking record against the SEC coach. Yeah, so he's he's thirty five and ten versus uh, top ten opponents. He's seventy two and twenty one against top twenty five opponents. It's pretty good. Yeah, and another thing that you know we was hoping that they maybe fall back, and I looked it up, Rob, and he is since two thousand and seven, he's played 
65 SEC opponents at home. Out of 65 SEC opponents at home, how many do you think he's lost? Out of 65? 65, yeah. God damn, at home? Man, you don't get rich. They always say that he never loses at home. Man, I'd say six. He lost seven home games. Man, I was pretty close. If you take away 2007, he is 56-5. and five. Yikes. <laughs> Not so good. he's only – since 2008, since 2008 he's only had five seasons where he's lost one SEC home game. <laughs> and you, you know what on top of that so, is the most impressive is him losing the staff every fucking year it feels like. Yeah. So – 2010, they went three and one at home. Okay. They also, and this is just SEC play, but they also beat number 18 Penn State that year in 2010. Okay. They lost a number. They lost a number two Auburn with Cam Newton when they come back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, 2011, they lost one home game to number one LSU. 2012, they lost to A&M with Johnny Manziel and it has been trophy performance. That's right. 2000, 2015. They lost one versus a 15, number 15, Ole Miss with Chad Kelly when he threw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. Swag Kelly, baby. <laughs> 2019, they lost to LSU with Joe Burrow. He was Joe Burrow, if you don't remember, I'm sure you do. He was 31 for 39, 395, three touchdowns. Built a statue, <laughs> baby. And then uh, that's that's his only losses, man. So so pretty much. They're all so, so memorable. Man, so. So, so, 2010, he lost to a Heisman Trophy winner. 2012, he lost to a Heisman Trophy winner. 2019, Heisman Trophy winner. 2015, a Heisman-like performance. Uh, and then 2011, he lost to one of the best teams that never won a championship in college football history. That is a good thing that I mean, Jade Hem Daniels is the second uh, leading odds favorite to win the Heisman in betting right now. Yeah, and I, I, I've said this, too, not on the podcast, but so Jaden Daniels, he is the second favorite betting odds winner Heisman. He is the highest preseason Heisman front runner that LSU's had probably since Tommy Hotson in 1989, I believe. That's fucking crazy, ain't it? So, as far as quarterback goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, Burrow won it, obviously, in 19, but he wasn't a he wasn't even only doing the top ten betting odds. No, he favorite. wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, so his daddy got rich. His his daddy was already rich, but his daddy made a lick. Rumor is he yeah, put like a ten or five thousand, yeah, a thousand yeah, or five thousand on it. Yeah, I won a bunch of money. That's fucking wild, ain't it? If you can go back. You you drop a hundred thousand on that. Oh my god! If I go back, I just tell whatever <laughs> yeah. I got. You know, whatever I got in liquid, yeah, I just, whatever I got, just take a loan out. And shit, I'd sell some out. shit. Yeah, I'd sell some shit. Bro. <laughs> I ain't working again if I can go back. Yeah, yeah. You know, the uh, Jay, while we're talking about coaches, I, I, I said earlier, I mentioned the craziest thing is how many he's lost and he still has just, you know, dominated yeah. college football. That's yeah. And now yeah, he's this got year. Go ahead. So this year he's lost Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator. Yeah. So, so just to give you a little Bill O'Brien, you know, he came from Penn State. He went to Houston Texans, got run off. Nick Saban hired him. He, the um, coaching rehab center, Alabama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in 2021, the uh, Alabama team averaged 488 yards a game, which was second to SEC, and 39.6 points a game, which was first in the SEC. 
Last year, they was four, 477 yards a game, which was fourth, and they averaged 41 points a game, which was second in the SEC. And now Bill O'Brien has accepted the New England Patriots offensive coordinator job. So, like you said, they they, they just pump them in and out, man. I and, think of Loxley, who was the, the one in Natty with Loxley, and he went to Maryland, he's the head coach. And I think of – uh, they the rehab Lane Kiffin. The, Lane Kiffin and winning natties, and I think of the rehab mm-hmm. winning a natty in 2020 with Steve Sarkeesian after he was fired from fucking USC and he was a drunk, and you know he comes Kirby in, Smart Kirby Smart they won for they won he played seven yeah. years he coached with fucking him you know yeah uh-huh. it's just crazy and and yeah, to man. see that Kevin Steele man and and those of y'all who are diehard SEC fans you'll know Kevin Steele's name he was a defensive coordinator for us and he was a defensive coordinator for Auburn. And he's yeah. been around the block in the SEC, and I think he's a really good defensive coordinator. Yeah, so they lost defensive coordinator Pete Golding. He, we already talked about him. He went to Ole Miss. Yeah. So he, he's had pretty good he's had pretty good numbers at Alabama. I mean, every year they're in the top two, top three in the in the country. And some people say it's not hard to win with all that talent at Alabama, but you still got to put the players in the right spot. Yeah. So they did hire, like you just said, they hired Kevin Steele. So he was actually Alabama's defensive coordinator in 2007. Wow. I was in high school, bro. Alabama, yeah, Alabama defense coordinator in 2007. Um, then he well, went to Clemson as a defense coordinator from uh, three seasons, 09 or 11. Then he went back to Alabama in 2014 as a linebacker's coach. So he's done been coached under uh, – he's been worked under Nick Saban two times Yeah, you know, prior to this. And then in 2015, he was a LSU defensive coordinator. They was fifth in the SEC in yards and 10th and in points allowed. And then he was Auburn's offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator for 16 to 20. So for five years, yeah. he helped uh, Malzahn win a bunch of games also against Alabama. And notably so, it was 2019. People say one of the greatest teams of all time, LSU, with one of the greatest offense. He held that offense at 23 points. Sure did, brother. I was there. It was a, a, cool, a cool October day. And him and Pimple Nicks and, uh, almost beat the Tigers. And he – in 2015, LSU, if you remember that, that was Kendall Beckwith and them. They started off kind of slow and sluggish. Like, they, you know, they wasn't in sync. But towards the end of the year, like the last five or six games, they really turned it on and, and played really good defense. But then, then they, somebody else, I think, hired him or whatever. Rumor they is, his, I remember the 2015 season, rumor is his verbiage is a lot. And, like, he, it's, it's, like it's kind of a, whole, a lot to simplify. But once the players got it, like started really getting it at the end of the year, you saw it click. And I remember being happy with him as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the year. But but they hired a guy after him. That wasn't too bad though. So Yeah, well, we love Aranda, right? <laughs> yeah. What uh so what you think about <clears throat> Tommy Reese? What you think about that hire? Yeah, so they hired they hired the offensive coordinator Tommy Reese. Uh he's he started in quarterback for Notre Dame in two thousand thirteen. He uh passed for 3,200 yards, 54% completion, 27 touchdowns, 13 interception. He went undrafted, uh, free agent, played on a couple teams. Then he went to Notre Dame as a graduate assistant and everything, and then he promoted to uh, offensive coordinator in 2020. And they had um, 448 yards a game, which was 26 in FBS. They averaged 33 points a game, which is 30th, 2021. Uh, 2020 was when they went to the playoff. Remember, they got yeah, drummed by Alabama, did. but mm-hmm. but they made it to the playoff. And so he's offense coordinator under Brian Kelly. Um, 2021, they was 426 yards, was 45th, and then 35 points a game, which was 20th that year. And then 2022, 
almost 400 yards a game and then 32 points a game, which was 40, 42nd. So, I mean, but you're comparing them to the whole FBS because they're not in a conference, so it's hard to do. And, I mean, they seem like they're pretty much middle of the pack in offense. Yeah. But, like like I said a while ago, he's coming down to Alabama. He ain't had an athlete that he's, uh, at Notre Dame he's going to have in Alabama. I agree. A whole different uh, – I watched Mike Dembrock in the in the he was the offensive coordinator at Cincinnati, and I watched him struggle with with Desmond Ritter, a Heisman Trophy finalist at quarterback, uh, you know, who is a, a starter in the NFL now for the Falcons. I watched him struggle to move the ball on Alabama, and then you know you come to LSU, and he he uh, Denbrock said our offense was on uh, life life support last year because he couldn't get things the way he wanted to, and and beat Alabama and average 35 points a game. So it's just proving your point, Jay, about Tommy Reese. He could, you know, with a little better athlete, this guy, you know, no telling what he can do. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, yeah. Just, you hearing all these rumors like, about Alabama getting back to running the ball? Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know, man. They get, that's when they was at their best. When Whenever they, they the controlled the line of scrimmage, because, brother. Because, because if you look, Alabama was dominating people. When they're running the ball, when they run at you and you, they know they're running and you still can't stop them because they got these five-star All-American offensive linemen, you know. So they start throwing the ball. Saban's starting to adapt. He's starting to run the spread. Everybody's praising him for it. Yeah. But what happened? He gets his tail with two years in a row by Georgia because they're doing exactly what he did prior to to running the spread. They're out physically, people. They get his big, strong, athletic offensive linemen. And they're running right down your throat. And then when you creep up to try to stop the run, they throw it over the top. And have a quarterback have who can make a play when you need it. Yeah, you ain't got to yeah, be crazy. Just saying. make a play when you need no, it. That's it. That's, so. what, that's what I'm – hopefully that, that quarterback from Notre Dame is not Stutson Bennett. Hopefully he's not that good. <laughs> I agree. And, uh, if he is, look out. All right. You want to get into key players lost? Yeah, so Alabama, they have lost 12 starters this year. Six on offense, six on defense. Six on offense, three went to the NFL, two graduated, uh, one transferred. Six on defense, five went to the NFL, and one graduated. So on offense, they lost number one overall pick quarterback Bryce Young in the NFL. He led the SEC in passing yards in 2021 with uh, 4,800 yards, 67% completion, 47 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. 2021 Heisman Trophy winner, first team All-SEC, first team All-American, 2021. 2022, he had 3,300 yards, 64% completion, which is still pretty good, 32 touchdowns and five interceptions. And, I mean, just – not much more you can say about Bryce Young. He just he was he was really good at Alabama. First overall pick. Was first overall pick in the NFL draft. And, and, but also the reason why I think that they was he was so much better in twenty twenty one than he was in twenty twenty two or production wise is because twenty twenty one he had Brian Robinson, who um, you know, he he had thirteen hundred yards rushing with fourteen touchdowns. He had a high receiver, Jameis Jamison Williams, who got drafted number 12 to Detroit, he had 79 catches, 1,500 yards, and, and uh, 15 touchdowns. He had John uh, Mechie, 
He was got drafted in the second round. He had 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns. He had offensive tackle Evan Neal, who was the number seven overall pick of the Giants. So he had some studs on offense to help him out. Last year, it just didn't seem like he had those, sure enough, you know, go-to guys on the offensive line. And even though um, Jameer Gibbs was pretty good, I mean, he wasn't as good as Brian Robinson, I don't think, or, or running backs in the past. Hey, Gibbs was so fast. Yeah, Gibbs was shifty, man. He they lost they lost Jameer Gibbs. Uh, he was the twelfth overall pick for the NFL. He had almost a thousand yards rushing, seven touchdowns. Plus, he was a third leading receiver on the team with four hundred fifty yards and three touchdowns. Jesus. And then the, so they and they also lost uh, Treshawn Holden, who was a junior, uh, transferred to Oregon. He was third on the team in the touchdown reception with six. Um, they also lost uh, four offensive linemen. Okay. No, yeah, four offensive linemen. They lost uh, Emil Ekor or something. He was first team All SEC. They lost uh, left tackle Tyler Steen. He was third uh, round pick for, out of Philly, second team All SEC. No, three offensive linemen, one tight end. I'm sorry. Offensive guard uh, Javian Cohen. He was second team All SEC. And they lost a tight end Cameron Layton. He was uh, he had 30 catches, 380 yards, four touchdowns. He was a Third round pick of the 49ers. So they lost some they lost some NFL talent, man, on uh on the offensive side of the ball. You think they reloaded on the back side of that with the recruiting or no? Well yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. All right, all right. So uh on defense. So on defense they also lost six starters. Five went to the NFL, one graduated. So defensive tackle Brian Young, Byron Young. He uh, had 47 tackles, three and a half sacks, which is third on the team, one pass deflection, two forced fumbles. Uh, they lost edge rusher Will Anderson, which is the biggest hit for, the, for almost the whole team besides Bryce Young. Third overall pick by the Texans, two-time All-American, two-time first team at All-SEC. He's also second in Alabama uh, for sacks in a career with 34 and a half. Jesus Christ. Last year. Yeah, last year he had 51 tackles, 10 sacks. Um, they also lost uh, linebacker uh, Henry Totoa Totoa. Yeah, I remember him he from had, Tennessee. Yeah, a um, five-star kid from Tennessee and transferred to Alabama. Uh, he had 94 tackles, was second on the team, two and a half sacks. They lost uh, linebacker Jalen Moody. He 49 tackles, two sacks, one forced fumble, fumble recovery. Uh, free safety DeMarco Helms. Helms. He is he was leading tackler with 108, a sack and interception, seven pass deflections, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, which was great. Uh, strong safety Jordan Battle. He had 71 tackles, fourth on the team, and then safety Brian uh, Branch. He went the second round to the to Detroit. He had 90 tackles, was third on the team. So Alabama lost six of their eight top tacklers who accounted for 461 tackles, 20 sacks out of 38 total, and five interceptions. Jay, you're just they trying to talk it. us into us. You're just trying to talk me into us beating them. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to talk myself into all it. All right. Too. Not so fast. I got it. Not so fast. Okay. So that, that's all the, all, all the guys they lost, man. All right. Let's go over the returning players. So returning, they got a – Running back, uh, second on the team, depth chart last year, he had almost uh, 
Yeah, 650 yards, seven touchdowns, 14 catches, 175 yards, three touchdowns. Jason McMillan, he'll be the starter this year. Um, wide receiver Jermaine Burton, you remember him from, from Georgia. From Georgia. Mm-hmm. He was second on the team with receptions with 40 catches. He had 677 yards, which was leading the team. Damn, I didn't know he was – I thought he was kind of overrated. That's a pretty good year. And seven touchdowns. Okay. So, so he led the team in, in yards and seven touchdowns. Okay. Um, wide receiver Kobe Prince, he's a sophomore. Uh, he had 31 catches. 340 yards, two touchdowns, and then two offensive linemen returning Seth McLaughlin, the senior, and right tackle uh, J.C. Latham. He's the junior. So they got, got some guys coming back with some experience on offense. You know, they ain't got no real star power. Like I said, we don't know who's going to be the quarterback for sure. Um, they got two guys that could step up. at wide receiver, well, actually three guys. Um, so Jermaine Burton and, and Ja'Cory Brooks are probably going to be your guys, man. And then Kobe Prentice is probably going to be, you know, your three guys. So yeah, I'm interested to I see if Reese is going to run a lot of 11 personnel or he's going to a lot of, you know, I'm interested to see what he's going to do. I know he likes to run the ball, but I'm just interested. Yeah, he likes to, they like to, he liked to run the ball last year and he liked to throw the tight end. So will a tight end emerge from Alabama? Because they lost their tight end on this name. I'm sure they got a ago. freak show on the fucking bench. Oh, yeah, they got one of them dudes from uh, Georgia. What's his name? Washington last year. Probably got one of them. Yeah, Darnell Washington. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, on defense coming back, yep. probably got one of the best corners in the SEC. Can, I guess, his, can I guess his name? Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he had 35 tackles, one sack, one interception, but he had 15 pass uh, breakups. Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah, Kool-Aid McKinstry. Uh, another cornerback's coming back, a sophomore. Uh, Terry and Arnold had 45 tackles, one reception, eight pass deflections. Uh, linebacker Dallas Turner, who a lot of people think is going to be one of the best pass rushers in the uh, SEC, had four sacks last year, one fumble recovery. Nickelback Malachi Moore, he'll be a senior, only 31 tackles. One and a half sack, five pass breakups. Linebacker Dante Lawson, sophomore. He's 51 tackles, was fifth on the team. Defensive tackle Tim Smith and another defensive tackle Otis, the sophomore, coming back. So they got some guys. Like I said, they got some. They don't have as many coming back because they're losing you know, 12 starters out of 22, but they got some some key pieces coming back. Yeah, you know, uh, just going through their, their roster, Jay, there's a couple that really just hurt you a little bit. Can I read a couple names to you and see if you remember them, which I know you do, but for the sake of the okay. show, Shaz yeah. Preston. Mm-hmm. Man, that's tough to Saint, hear. St. James, redshirt freshman. Yeah, I would say St. James, big boy, six foot four, and then six five kid. What about Eli Holstein? Eli Holstein, yeah. Zachary quarterback. I think I, mm. yeah, I, think I looked up, they have four or five guys on um on from Louisiana on the roster. One's a, a wide receiver, punt returner, uh something law, I think. Uh, he was a unbelievable athlete. He was like number one or number two athlete coming out of Kendrick Law. Captain Tree. Kendrick Law. Yep. I was just saying from up north somewhere. He was a stud athlete. He ran, you know, ten four, ten five, hundred meter dash in high school. Jesus. And, uh, I was, th- I was thinking we was going to get him, you know, since yeah. uh, Aaron Anderson. Since Aaron Anderson was going, I was like, okay, we're going to get Kendrick Ball. But I guess it worked out in the end, and we 
still got Aaron Anderson, but you know, it just kind of hurt when they both left. That's right. At the same time, when you and Shaz Preston, also top receiver in the country, coming out of Louisiana, when when you lose the top three, three of the probably top twenty five receivers are in your backyard, and you lose all three of them to the, the team you hate the most. It kind of just sucks, man. Man, Shaz, dude, his highlight tape. I was really invested in him. He God, he reminded yeah, me of Jamar he, so much. Jay, six foot, two hundred pounds. You know, Jamar was always, you know, built more like a running back almost, you know? Yeah. Man, it hurt watching Chaz. I really, really liked him. But fuck him. He ain't a tiger. He's tiger bait. Ain't tiger, tiger bait, baby. Yeah. You want to, uh, do you want to get into a recruiting update, Jay? Because I know these motherfuckers are still recruiting at a high level. (laughs) So, in 2023, you know, 2022, right? Okay. Uh, Nick. Jimbo put together the probably the best recruiting class of all time. Eighty five star kids. Jesus. To twenty twenty three, Alabama had twenty eight commitments at eighteen four stars and nine five stars. The most ever in the five star rating era. Beat the so beat the class that was so historically like uh you know, the A and M class was so it's such a big deal. And then they next year Alabama mm-hmm. followed it up by beating that class. I'm beating them there. Nine five star guys. Never been they, done. They only rate. They only rate, give or take. Sometimes it's most times it's around thirty five. They only rate about thirty five kids in the country as five star kids. Sometimes they'll do forty. They'll stretch it. Most times it's around 35, 36, 37. Sometimes around. Them. Most times it's around there every year. Okay. So they got nine of them guys. That, that's brutal. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I know some of them assholes are sitting on this roster. Yep. So right now, 2024, they're the number four class in the country. 17 commit. They only got two five stars right now. Okay. Highlighted by number two cornerback in the country, Jalen Mbakwe. I don't even know how he's say it. He's from uh, Alabama. Number 20 overall in the country. The number two quarterback, Julian Sayan. He's from California. He's the number 23 overall prospect. Yep. So I watched his highlight tape. He's good. He looks good. Yeah, he looks good. Pretty so, handsome. So out of out of <laughs> out of um. The whole roster, LSU's whole roster, Rob, according to 247 Sports. Okay. LSU has seven total five-star players on the team. Man, can we name them? Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Aaron Anderson? Uh, no. Aaron Anderson was not a five-star? Mm-hmm. Not a consensus five-star. He might have been a five-star okay. on one. Yeah, I'm sure. One, I think I seen him on one. See, I know it's, yeah, uh, like, I know it's not Shelton Sampson because he was a five-star, and then he dropped to a four-star. Yeah. So it's got to be Zalance Hurd. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, who else? I'm trying to think other than Zalance Hurd. Oh, Will Campbell. No. Will Campbell wasn't a consensus five star. No, I looked it up. He wasn't like he was a five star. Like one, one, one. Um, recruiting info. Like they go by ESPN, they go by two four seven, they go by on three, and they go by rivals. Okay, well you you so, got to give me these seven because I'm naming our best players. Okay. No, nah, you're missing one, baby. Oh, Harold Perkins, baby. Percolator. Yeah, the per- Percolator Harold. is the, the number one overall player as far as ranking goes. Then John Emery. Oh, God. Lance Hurd. He's two-star, too. Mason Smith. Fuck, I forgot about Mason. How the fuck I forget about Mason Smith? Denver Harris. Oh, yeah, him forgot. Sage Ryan. He was a true five-star out of Lafayette Christian. 
Deshaun Womack, number three. Forgot about Deshaun. Yep, Deshaun Womack. Deshaun Womack. So let's. So John Emery sucks. Sage, Sage uh, hasn't done shit to live up to his five star. I know he started with the first team this past weekend. Denver and, uh, Harris is the new Arik Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, Denver Harris is the new Arik Gilbert, and Mason Smith didn't play all last year. So we are reaping benefits of none of these fucking five stars other than Perky, baby. So they have 35 four stars on the roster right now. Alabama? No, LSU has oh 35 my. four stars. Oh, I thought you said – I thought you meant five stars. I said, what the fuck? So how many five stars does Alabama have on their roster? God, Jay, fuck, it's, it's got to be over a dozen, right? 18. Oh, my God. So, you want me to go down and list them? Yeah, give them to us. So, this is from the number one overall recruiting ranking. Like, they, they rank it by like a point nine nine nine, you know, scale. Okay. And so, I'm going from the highest rated to the lowest rated. I'll give you the classes and the years and everything. Okay. So, so J.C. Latham, junior, right tackle. He's the number one overall tackle in 2021, number five overall commitment. Okay. In in 2021, um, so linebacker Keon Keeley. He was a fr- a lot of these are going to be freshmen because, it, like, like I said, that nine of class, these guys, right? half of half of them are from this class. This big class, okay. Uh, yeah, number one edge rusher, number three overall uh, in 2023. Uh, Caleb Downs, freshman free safety. Number one safety, number eight overall recruit in 2023. Uh, Caden Proctor, another freshman. Number one overall tackle, number five overall, uh, 2023. Um, uh, linebacker Dallas Turner, he was in 2021. He's number one edge rusher. Uh, linebacker Jeremiah Alexander, a redshirt freshman, also a number one edge rusher, number 18 overall in 2022. Um, Chris Brazel. A senior, he's an edge rusher. He's a number two weak side defensive end coming out of 2020. A cornerback, Tule McKinstry, a junior. He's um, number one cornerback, number 13 overall. So the last seven guys I just mentioned, besides um, Jeremiah Alexander, I think, are all going to be starters probably. Jesus Christ. so that's that's seven starters on the on twenty two man roster. That's going to be five stars and starting for you. And how many? I think three of them are freshmen, true freshmen. And meanwhile, all um, of our meanwhile all of our guys are fucking bums. It's a difference, man. They just. So, I mean, you can go on, like I said. So the story of Alabama is no no household names like Will Anderson and Bryce Young, but they got the roster still there. Yeah, the roster's still there, man. I mean, if you go to uh, a junior, Ja'Cory Brooks, wide receiver, um, he's number two wide receiver overall in the country in 2021. They pick him as a starter. I mean, it's just crazy. Like I said, they just they got guys that just sit there and wait, man. And it doesn't seem but, like I mean, they look, do that anywhere else. No, I know. So, so one, two, three. They've had they have four. Five guys on the roster of these five stars that were the number one player at their position in their class. They'd be passing out you them know? Hellcats, Jay. I ain't stupid. I know that's a, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're doing something. They're doing something. not doing. Yeah. 
All right, you want to get into uh, my favorite uh, topic, the portal? Okay. So, the transfer portal, Alabama has a number, LSU had number six class, right? Transfer okay. portal. Okay. Alabama had the number 62 class of transfer portal. Okay. They only have five guys transfer in, and they had 22 guys transfer out. God damn, maybe they're not staying. <laughs> So, um, so the guys that transferred in, out of all the five guys that transferred in, I think all five of them are pegged as could be starters. Okay. <laughs> so, Jalen Key, he he transferred in. He's gonna uh, short strong safety. Okay. Um, Trey Amos, he'll be a junior this year. He had thirty six tackles with eight pass deflections. They, they pay him. They pay him as a uh, starter, you know. Yeah, that boy uh, went to he went to he, UL. Yeah, man, that boy from Trey New Amos. Iberia, boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh yeah. Okay. The first guy went to uh, UAB. Got you. Uh, quarterback Tyler uh, Buckner. Mow, mow. Notre Dame. He sucks. We talked about Fuck him. him. He sucks. Yeah. He, uh, he is what he is, you know. Yeah. Uh, Tresman Marshall, linebacker, senior. He come from Georgia. Jesus. He didn't get a whole lot of playing time at Georgia, but he, you know, he come over. It's crazy that you can leave Georgia to go to Alabama and become a starter. Yeah, what the, <laughs> that tells you the, the times right now. I know. Yeah. So, and then tight end come from Maryland. Uh, he expected to be a starter. He had like 30 catches, 300 yards, and three touchdowns. There you go. He's there's a, there's a Tommy five, Reese's two, best friend now. <laughs> two, six five two fifty five. I, I got a question for you, Jay. What you got? Who you think – I've I, I listen to a, some a lot of podcasts all around the SEC, you know, covering main coverage of because I just love SEC football so much. And I'm, there's people that are saying Jalen Milrow, there's people saying Ty Simpson, and there's people saying that piece of shit from Notre Dame, Buckner. Yeah. What are, who, who, if you had to put a, a $100 on somebody right now, who would you – who would you who are you thinking? I think it would be Tyler Buckner, I think. Think so? That's well, uh. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like I have no idea. Because uh, like you said, taping, keeping everything close to the vest. I'm gonna leak, so, leak out a little something from our, from our, uh, from my boy, the only Alabama player in the history of Alabama. I truly like. I do not like any of them. I've hated Tua. I've hated Jalen Hurts. I've hated AJ McCarron. I hate all of them. I like Greg McElroy. I really like him. And he is saying, now? I do now. now not, or? not, not back then, baby. <laughs> Back then, I like him now. He's saying that he thinks it's going to be Ty Simpson. The uh, I think he was a, he's a four star kid from Tennessee. Yeah, Martin, yeah. Tennessee. And uh, and if you watch us, if anybody feels like going to watch his high school highlight tape, you are going to see Johnny Manziel. It is exactly what it is. All he does is run around for his life and make plays. I don't know if his offensive line wasn't very good, or he yeah, just likes to scramble. But that son of a bitch, he's six two, two oh three, and he's a playmaker. I'm not saying he's going to be good now. I'm not saying he's going to be good at Alabama, but. Jesus Christ! It looked like if Johnny Manziel's playing quarterback for the title, off myself. So I was going to say though, the transfers out. Um, Tommy Brockmeyer, he uh, he's a former five-star kid, offensive tackle. He's going to TCU. Uh, running back Trey Sanders, he's a former five-star kid, also going to TCU. He would come by in the academy. My God. Uh, uh, one that you know good, Aaron Anderson. He was the number five wide receiver in the country. We love him. Twenty twenty-two. 
Um, another kid, another linebacker, Kennedy. He's the number three linebacker in 2020 class. He's going to Colorado. Go meet Dion over there. Another wide receiver. He was number tw- he was number 12 wide receiver in his class in 2021. JoJo Earl. He's going to TCU. So that's three guys that I think are, that could make an impact this year. They're all going to TCU. I don't know what they're doing over there at TCU, but they they recruit them hard, baby. Oh my God, they uh, I'm excited about that game with Prime, uh, Coach Prime against TCU. Yeah, I'm. I'm that's week one, ain't it? What, uh, that's next weekend, huh? Yeah, week one, 11 a.m. Yeah, that's the that's the 11 o'clock game right now. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what uh what the Suns got, man. All right, you want to get into? Uh, yeah, me too. I, I mean, you kind of talked about that, and I went and watched his highlight film at Jackson State, and he looked a little better than I thought he would, but. I still got to see it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. You want to get into 2023 schedule prediction? Yeah, that's good, man. Let's do it. What you thinking, Bird? Want me to go down the line and you tell me if it's a win or a loss? Yeah, that's good. We can. All right, Middle Tennessee. That's a win. Texas at Tuscaloosa. Nah, they got embarrassed last year, even though they won. They don't circle that game. So you're telling me Texas isn't back? No, they're about to, they're about to smell, whatever the line is, bet it. <laughs> I, I like it. I, I think me and you are going to make a little friendly wager on that game, just for fun, just for shits and giggles. If Obviously, if Alabama beat them by 20, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm riding a little higher on Texas this year, and I fucking hate Texas. That's some of the worst fans I ever met in my life. I did not enjoy my time in yeah, Austin. I think, I think I think everybody, all that talk that, you know, saving losses fastball and all that yeah. They're about to put on a show second week of the it's season in tuscaloosa too so i think we'll do a little we'll do a little friendly podcast bet on that one i'll get i'll take oh, the, i'll take Lord. the points and we'll just we'll have fun with it but you uh, usfj at raymond at a right was it raymond james stadium yeah at you you uh south florida i'm man. sorry usf that's crazy yeah yeah thank god they played an nfl stadium that's the only reason why they're gonna do that man that's crazy that uh that old miss is going to Tulane and Alabama's going to South Florida. I know, and Ole Miss—they play in that. They don't play in the Superdome no more. You know, they play in that little Yulman Stadium. Yeah, Yulman. All right. Sponsored by Yingling. Oh, ugh, yuck. <laughs> All right, uh, but like at oh no 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 <laughs> at, at Mississippi State. Well, Ole Miss, you skipped one. Oh my bad, Ole Miss. Now this one, uh oh, could get interesting. Okay. Lane has been so close lately. Okay. That game last year think, was closer. That 30-24, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was close last year. Okay. So, I think I think that uh oh, Alabama's going to win, but I don't know what, you know, what the point spread on it is right now. Okay. But I think that I think it's going to be close, man. It's probably going to be like last year back and forth. I think that, that Lane, Lane is reloaded in the transfer portal. Uh, on defense, which is, you know, you don't have to click and play a whole year together, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, for, so, that's the – I've said that, that the three most games I'm nervous about for LSU is Florida State, Ole Miss, and Alabama. And I'm leaning – I was leaning toward Florida State more, but I'm leaning toward Alabama more being most nervous. And then probably Florida State and then probably Ole Miss. So, you're so leaning towards – which one being the most nervous for us? Alabama. I'm leaning towards them again. Man, it was. Uh, I think next week it's going to be Florida State for you, though. <laughs> I don't know. You've been worried about that Florida State game now. 
I know I have been, but I just started thinking. I've been listening to some LSU podcast. A lot of people think LSU gonna kill Florida State, which I don't think so. But I just like they kind of they kind of convincing me more that you know LSU is a lot better than I think they are. And then and then um, and the old Miss. You know, I mean Florida State is not as good as I think they are. You know, it's like holy hell. We need uh. We need a uh, we need our cornerbacks to step up, Jay. I'm starting to get nervous about the cornerbacks, brother. Cornerbacks, yeah, cornerbacks, and then we need a healthy Mason Smith, and that, that's the, that's the one thing that I you know that I could say about LSU this year is four factors they didn't have last year. Okay, Brian Kelly, two years. Okay, this is the second year. They've already been in the system. They know the system. They know the game plan. Our offensive line is shore up. Yep, and they're and they are going to be a lot better than opening kickoff These, last year. Will Campbell's not a true freshman anymore. Emory Jones didn't even start that game. It's been yeah. it's, it's a strength of our team now more than a question mark. Yeah. Okay. Mason Smith did not play hardly any football that game. No, sir. First drive, right? Got got hurt first drive? Uh, yeah, like eight minutes into the game, first or second drive. Okay. And Harold Perkins – was a non-factor in that game. That's not going to be the case this year. So that's that's the four factors that makes me feel good about this game. Jay, a little so, uh, little info back. You were asking about Ole Miss and Alabama. Alabama is a 14-point yeah. favorite, and ESPN matchup predictor has them 86% to 13%. I like them chances. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you the 14 when it's time, baby. Ole Miss? Yeah, I'll give you the 14. Okay. Okay. That's a lot of points. All Fuck right. you. I ain't giving you 14 points. That's a lot yeah, of points. Yeah, 14. 14. That's a lot of points. Dog. Yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, Jay. Uh, 14 points for shotgun of four loco. No, you make the worst bets. I'm tired of betting <laughs> you. I'm too old for that shit. At, at Mississippi State, that's a win. Yeah, I, I told you. I'm just not high on Mississippi State at all. No, they're getting the buzz all this year. I don't, how, I don't, how, how are this? How do you win four or five games and you rank 23 the next year? Who, A&M? Yeah. That's unbelievable, ain't it? Why do they keep giving this shithead the benefit of the doubt? That makes me hate them even more. Yeah, they're going to they gonna beat the hell out of them, I think. Okay, I got Al- Alabama beating A&M. Okay, Arkansas? They're going to beat them. I think that, uh, that KJ and Rocket is, can, can score on them, I, I believe so. The offensive line will be all right. I just don't think that Arkansas is going to be able to stop them. Games at Alabama, and it feels like they'll end up pulling away from them late. Yeah. And look, the next three in a row, man, it's it's the revenge tour. Nick the Saban. revenge tour, baby. A <laughs> rocket top, you'll always be. Oh, yeah. All right, you what you got? You got A&M? Yes, I mean, you got them killing Tennessee? I don't know I'm killing Tennessee, but. <laughs> you have to come back to me on that, uh, on the score, because we'll see how good. Um, Milton will be because I don't think he's as good as everybody thinks he is. All right, all right, I like that. Uh, Jay LSU, you might as well. You love the Tide. You might as well pick him and go undefeated. I want LSU to beat them so bad, and I think I think they can. Now, like I said, if they they've only lost out of how many years he's been coaching since two thousand and seven. Yeah, so it's seventeen years. Um. He's, you know, he's only lost one home game five times. Ten of them, he's been undefeated at home in the SEC. It's just, yeah, 
if I had to pick any game on here for them to lose, it would be LSU. Okay. Well, I like that. I like that. I right. pick it. What a next so I game. Think LSU, I think I think LSU's chances are uh, – and then I think this next game is going to be closer than you think because cause he has to play at A&M, Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, and then he at Kentucky. Then you go to the Kroger Field, baby. I don't know what that is, but yeah. Kroger Field <laughs> is where Kentucky plays. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chattanooga the next game. No, Kroger Field. That's, thought, that's where I, Kentucky I plays. That is, but okay. God damn, Jay. Never been to Kroger Field? No, we, we, that's on our bucket list. Oh, yeah, me neither. But, yeah, it's called Kroger Field. Yeah. And not too intimidating, is it? Kroger Field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about Chattanooga. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so closer than the experts think, but beat K- Kentucky. Beat Chattanooga, and I know you you hate Auburn this year, so you're gonna tell them to, you're gonna beat Auburn. Yeah, they're gonna. They're gonna, they're gonna so beat you got you got Alabama going twelve and zero or eleven and one. What you feeling? Yeah, yeah. No, they losing to Texas. They gonna. Man, I hope so. They gonna. Uh, they're gonna. They're probably gonna beat Tennessee. They're gonna lose to us. They're gonna go ten and two. Ten and two. Ten and two. We beat them. We got because we might go ten and two, but we beat them and we get to bed bid in the West. Okay, I love it. So. That's uh your twenty twenty three schedule prediction of Alabama. Anything else you want to cover on, Jake? No, I said like I said, I hope I'm wrong. Hope they go hope they go five and seven. But Hey, hey, next week is Florida the next week is a Florida State game. You need to start getting nervous of that game. Don't be nervous for this one. All right, man. All right, this is winner's win.